our scene opens as the front door creaks and latches with an echoed click into the large entryway of the glass mansion. The invitation in your hands, each the same, reads, Dr. Arthur Glass humbly invites you to the glass mansion. The 20th of April, 1922, seven o'clock PM. Your task, investigate a disappearance. Quite vague, but enough for you to be intrigued enough to come here. You hear the ticking of the grandfather clock as the pendulum swings inside of it rhythmically. The house is lit with various beautifully crafted light fixtures. The door frames are exquisitely carved and crafted. The entryway itself is just dripping with wealth. But there's a sense of modesty about it as well. As you continue through the entryway, you see the family portraits hung up on the walls and you see the massive staircase that leads up to the next floor. Paintings just lining the walls neatly. A family, it seems. The same four people, various ages, from the look of it. There is money here, and a lot of it, but you don't immediately take the home to be that of an arrogant crook, like most mansions that some of you may have been in or pictured before this one. There's something warm about this one. The fireplace crackles, warming the living room from the chill of the colder rain that's blown in outside. Your coats have been taken from you and hung to dry by the butler that greeted you at the door. You now find yourselves in the living room. The crackling of the fireplace and the ticking of the grandfather clock, the buzzing of the electricity surging through the light fixtures. It's the only sound in the room. Besides the rain that's pattering on the window from the outside. You're left alone in the living room with only each other and the sounds around you. The floor is yours. And if you would like to introduce yourselves, who you're playing today, and describe your appearance as you're all kind of glancing around the room at each other. My character's name's Peggy O'Neill. She's an, she's an Irish police detective, although you might not know it from looking at her. Her hair is white, gray, but she doesn't look as old as she is. She's actually only 32, but she's been gray since she was the age of 18. And she's very sensitive about it, thank you very much. She's got a long scar on her left cheek, and uh, she mostly keeps to herself. I'm Chrissy. I'm playing Rose Claythorne. Rose is, um, she looks to be in her 20s. She is actually in her early 30s. Um, she has very, very large brown eyes, a pale face, um, and very obviously soft hands. It's, it's obvious that she doesn't do a lot of any physical labor. Um, she's a very delicate little being. Um, she has kind of frizzy hair, but she keeps it uh, pulled back, um, back into a little headband like this. So you can't really tell. Um, 
She is wearing just a simple, a simple little dress and pearls. Um, and her, you know, got fashionable makeup done on. Um, and yeah, she looks, looks a little haughty. Um, not like attractive haughty, like haughty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. And she, she's constantly glancing about in every room. Just, she very, very rarely looks at a person. She is always looking at things in the room um, and getting a mark on everything around her. And yeah, that's, that's, that's Rose Claythorne. Uh, I'm Paul, Paul Vincent, or PV, whatever you want to call me. Um, I'm playing uh, Mac Davis. Uh, he's wearing kind of a similar outfit to me, so trilby, uh, cheap suit, um, vest underneath. Um, and you actually may notice as he walks around, because he doesn't hide it, uh, he's got a shoulder holster with a 45 in it. Um, he's got these sharp features, uh, pencil-thin mustache. He kind of has a real mean look to him, which is hard for me to portray because I don't feel like I can pull off mean, but this guy looks mean. Um, he's also really big. He's six foot, three inches tall, and he looks like he's really solid. He's not like a bodybuilder solid, but he's he's pretty big dude. Um, and as he's walking around, uh, he has a small notebook out and he's uh, taking lots of notes as he as he looks about the room and the other people too. I am playing Ezekiel Blaine, private investigator. He is in his early 40s with graying brown hair, brown hair and an unkempt beard. He wears a long light brown trench coat with a gray vest and trilby on. He has a pocket watch in one of his pockets and he's constantly looking at it while also carrying a notebook and look, staring at everybody, writing down. Hello everyone, I'm Matt, uh, the Scrap Heap. I go by that pretty much everywhere. Uh, today I'll be playing Brian Waxfield, private investigator. Um, he is in his early 30s, but by the look of him, you would think he's much older. He, you would actually think he might be sick. With, he's kind of a ghoulish looking person, dark, deep dark bags under his eyes. He looks like he hasn't had a good meal. And his clothes, like they look nice at first, but when you look closer, you realize there's threads that are different colors used to repair. The hat isn't shaped right. Like, the tie is faded. And he's overall very stiffly standing away from the group. If he's approached, he'll make pleasantries, but he won't go out of his way. All right, so the five of you sit in this living room. You hear the rain on the window. You hear the ticking of the clock and you hear the hum of the electricity. What would you like to do? I'd like to examine the room. Um, the guy's not here, right? We're just in the room alone. Yeah, you haven't seen anyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking for family portraits, if that is all right, or anything like that. Um, use uh, just around in this room? Uh, um, yeah, I won't leave this room. Okay. And I'm more just, I'm not trying to walk around it. I'm more just trying to observe through it. Right. 
Um, go ahead and make, I believe it is spot hidden. Gotcha. This one. Spot hidden. Everything except for a character sheet up right now. Yep, had to pull mine up. Let me give you a roll. That's uh, a 10 and a zero is 10, right? That, or is it two, it's all zeros is 100, correct? Or am I wrong? Yeah, all, all zeros, zeros is 100, yeah. So gotcha. that's, you, roll, you just rolled a 10%? I just rolled 10 and that's, as, yep, and my skill is, is 50 exactly, so 10% is, uh, is a fifth of it. All right, well, I mean, we're off to a great start here. Um, as you are kind of glancing around in this room, uh, it's just a pretty cozy living room. You see the fireplace. Um, there is a large body length mirror in here as well with like a gold gaudy frame. Um, it, it does kind of look a little out of place in the room. Like it was placed there as somewhat of oh, like this is the only place it'll fit sort of thing. Um, it doesn't, it's not centered. It, it, something about it bothers you a little bit. Um, but in here, you don't see any decor. There's no paintings, there's no portraits. Um, most of those that you saw were in the actual like hallway of the staircase leading up. But in here, there doesn't seem to be anything. It's like a waiting room, kind of? Kind of, yeah. I would just basically look at everyone gathered and say, there's a whole lot of investigators for one missing person. That's what I was thinking as well. Oh, um, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a relative. I'm not, I'm not an investigator. Oh, but it's, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Pleasure to meet you as well. So you say you're a relative. Do you know then who has disappeared. I'm more concerned about the lack of the police here. I'm a Someone's... police officer. Oh, you're not just a private dick like us? No, not exactly. Excuse me, Mom. Do you have jurisdiction but... here? I could, but this hasn't been officially reported to the police. I was contacted about it privately. I heard that it was um, the youngest of the class family, uh, young little Vincent Miles. Um, but I'm just I'm just a distant cousin. They just they just sent me the invite to come in and help out. I'm a I'm a little nosy, so and I know a lot of people in the area. Well, that's good. Uh, when you say young, do you mean a child? Uh, just a. Just a wee teenager, lad. Interesting. What would anyone want with a, with that young of a person? Well, I mean, he could have he could have just ran away. You know, there's no telling. That's true. Teenagers get flat of fancies all the time. Um, but yes, yes, yes. I just thought I'd come in to help out. Um, would any of us also notice that the mirror looks out of place? 
Um, yeah, I would say the longer you're sitting in here, like, you have more time to kind of glance about the room, and yeah, the mirror just seems, it just seems odd. It's just this large, like, body-length mirror with this golden, just gaudy frame that doesn't match anything else in the room. Other than that, the room seems pretty, at least color-matched in certain places, but this just stands out. It's just kind of an eyesore. I'd like to go and stand in front of it. And- okay look at myself to see if it's a standard mirror sure you you stand up and you walk over to it um you look in the mirror you see yourself you see um fellow investigators or whatnot behind you sitting on the furniture still seems fine right i'd like to sort of try to tilt it does it tilt forward and back as you reach up and you're kind of pulling there's no part of it that's not connected to the wall. It, it can't be knocked loose. First time using a mirror? <laughs> Supposed to just look into him. <laughs> I see you're a funny man then. Well, I'm not sure how useful that'll be. But could you come over here? It seems to me that this mirror is, is, is new, but also affixed to the wall, which I find unusual. So I'm wondering if there's anything behind it. Sure. Oh. And then I get up. Yes, L- Lady Rose, were you about to say something? Oh, I'll, I'll dot over as well. Um, given my background, do I, like, can I place a time on this mirror or anything interesting oh. about it? Let's see. Go ahead and make, um, you have a praise, right? Mm, I do. Go ahead and make Um, I rolled a 46. My appraise is 70. Okay. Um, so that is a success. Uh, as you walk over, right before you see Mac walk over and kind of, like, go to move to kind of, like, grab onto the mirror, like, uh, Peggy mentioned, but, um, you kind of walk over and you you hold up your hand for a moment and you're looking at it. The carvings and the way, um, the way some of the corners are kind of almost like turned into each other kind of reminds you of waves in a sense and as you're as you're looking at it you kind of reach up and run your finger along one of the lines it's very very well carved and upon looking at it further it's solid gold like it is it is real gold and as you're kind of making this realization and looking this over this oddly enough you can't put a date on it it doesn't remind you of anything you've ever seen before oh oh for heaven's sake don't don't manhandle it this is that is solid gold um solid gold hey Mm. yeah it could be worth something um but i'm usually i'm quite good at placing things in time um and I, I, I can't figure out where this would be from. I just, oh, beautiful craftsmanship. That would be worth so much money. Anyway, yes, um, be careful with it. Um, Max stops messing around with it. <laughs> Wait, did we, we didn't, we haven't actually introduced ourselves yet, have we? Or did we, 
Okay. Um, nice to meet you. I'm Mac Davis, and he sticks out this meaty hand. Rose, Rose Claythorne. Um, I'm I'm here from from uh, down south. Um, and you are your your accent. I can't quite place. Okay. Yes, I I apologize. Uh, my name is Margaret O'Neill, but you can call me Peggy. Um, I'm originally from Ireland, but I've been I've been living in Boston here now, but. Uh, ten years or so. Oh, fascinating! It's it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Likewise. Um, and you and you as well, Mac. Um. And then turning to the other two in the room, um, and I'm I'm sorry. What what are your names? Ryan Waxfield. Pleasure to meet everyone. You as well. Ezekiel doesn't seem to notice you say that as he's <laughs> staring at his notebook, writing in it the entire time. Oh, I don't stop writing. I just acknowledge the group. No, I'm <laughs> he has looks up from we'll Ezekiel. just not interrupt his train of thought then, shall we? <laughs> I'm sorry, were you talking to me? Oh, sorry to disturb. You only wanted to know what your name was. Blaine. Ezekiel Blaine. See, have you found anything interesting over there? I'm working on it. All right. Real deep thinker. I should get back to it. Where are our hosts? Well, that's what I was beginning to wonder. I heard he's a radiologist. That field's outside my expertise, of course, but seems very good paying as I hold my hands out. Uh... I would say so if he's got a solid gold mirror. Oh, as far as I know, he hasn't been in trouble with the law. While but I would like to ask him about this. Or waiting, I'm going to be kind of casually walking around the room to see if I notice anything else that would catch my interest. Mopley, I swear to God, if you start barking. Uh, go ahead and make a spot hidden roll. Okay, did I give my... Mm-hmm. Nope, that was a 96, so... Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, was that a fumble? Yeah, um, so you... Uh, walking around trying to see if you if anything catches your eye and there is this like little pedestal right inside of uh this doorway that has some sort of a it almost it doesn't it doesn't look like a statue but it's some sort of a little figure and you walk over and as you kind of reach out to start inspecting it you knock it off of the uh of the pedestal and it falls down and Everyone hears the sound of like ceramics shattering on the floor. Uh, it's gonna leave a good impression. Be careful oh, there, lad. Family. Ezekiel is going to immediately close his notebook, put it in his pocket, go over and start cleaning up the glass. <laughs> you should be more careful. I I I, I kick pieces under the sofa. <laughs> Do I notice that? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not 
being particularly self about it. Oops. She's okay. a relative, it's okay. <laughs> I, I grew up in this house. I was here every summer. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed anything um, like family squabbles or anything like that? Oh, well, I mean, all the time, but everybody in my family is so dramatic. Um, but we, we were only here for a few months during the time, kind of, you know, summer vacation sort of style. I see. I would like to wander into the hallway and look at the paintings. I'm looking to see if any of them seems recently painted. Okay. Um, yeah, you head back out of the living room into the entryway where you came. It's just this just very large open area. You can easily look over and kind of look at the staircase, look at all the paintings that are going up the staircase. Um, hmm. I'll say, just make a, just make an intelligence roll. All right. The 19. Wow. Um, okay, so kind of walking up, you walk over to the staircase and you, you kind of grab onto the railing, um, kind of put just one foot on one of the steps as you're looking up at all of these paintings. Um, you can gather that by looking at these, none of them look recently painted, but the one that would have been probably the most recent, it looks like a family photo or a family portrait. Um, and the only re- the only way you can really tell that it's most recent is because you can see who you assume to be uh, the youngest, um, Vincent Miles, um, probably around 15, 16 years old in the painting. Um, so you see, uh, this painting itself, um, has five people in it. Uh, you kind of look down at the little plaque, um, and it says, Um, Victoria Glass. It says Finley Lodoris Glass. (laughs) It says Rowena Glass. And it says Arthur Glass. And then the youngest is Vincent Miles. But it doesn't say glass? Uh, it does. That one does, yes. Okay. Interesting. Um, Rose, uh, I would like to point to the to the boy in the picture and, and say, is that young Vincent? Oh, I'll, I'll crane my neck over. Yes, yes. Um, it's It's been some time since I've seen him, but I, I would I would say so, yes. 
Is there anything in his expression in the painting that would lead me to believe anything about his his um, attitude or demeanor? Um. Do you have psychology? I do. Go ahead, make that roll. Oh, my psychology is a 70 and I got a 68. Oh. Um, okay, so... Kind of hard to tell in paintings sometimes, just because there's so much for the artists themselves to kind of interpret their own way. Um, but there's something about Vincent Miles's eyes. As you're looking at this painting, you kind of squint for a moment and, and lean in slightly, and the eyes just, they just seem to be staring back at you with this hatred, aggression, whatever you're getting from him, it's not pleasant. That's all you can really tell. Right. It seems to me, if I've seen a troubled face, and I've seen a lot, that this child has demons. Well, he, he wasn't a pleasant boy. I can't imagine he became a more pleasant teenager. Very interesting. Um, in the painting, is there a background or anything, or they just have kind of, are they like sitting in a room in the house? Um, the background actually appears to be like the staircase. It seems to have been taken in like oh. this blank space right in front of it. Gotcha. All right, I'll go back into the living room with the others. Okay. Next, looking at his watch. Where's this Thomas guy? Actually, Arthur. Arthur Glass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Why did I, I say Tom? No, I think that was my fault. I think I said Thomas. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Who's Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number one I question. demand to know. <laughs> Where is he? That's the mystery of the campaign. <laughs> All right, you all gather back into the same room. It kind of falls quiet for a moment. And you just hear that just loud tick, tick, tick of the clock as you're kind of looking around, checking your checking your watches and your pocket watches. It's been about 30 minutes since you were let into this house. I say we take the mirror and leave soon. <laughs> Very tempting. I'd have to report you. I don't say anything. Good luck carrying him out. If you can do I it, am... I'll give you a head start. <laughs> I am very interested in that mirror. I, I've never seen anything like it. Oddly enough, neither have I. It's even more unusual. Hmm. <laughs> I just want to just try 
pulling on the mirror a little bit just to see if it if it moves or it seems like it could move. I'll make a strength roll. <laughs> Not very strong. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a six. Wow. So I crit succeeded on that. I'm just right. so damn curious. Go ahead and make a sanity roll for me. Oh no! Oh. Okay, how does, game. how does that work? How does the sanity, do I just roll what my sanity is currently? Yeah, you'll, you'll, it's the same as like making your checks. You have to roll under that Under what it is, okay. Oh boy. I did, I got a 37. Okay. No, 31. Um, 31. All right, so you <clears throat> grab onto this mirror and you start pulling and, and pulling and it should come off um and then you feel this almost like shock almost like some sort of electrical shock into one of your hands and kind of up your arm enough to make you let go um you kind of stumble backwards a little bit there is this flash of light behind, behind your eyelids um and you swear you swear the flash of light had some sort of image but it escapes you as you back away from the pain in your hand. Kind of stumble backwards, bump into the coffee table a little bit. Oh, that was... The hell just that, happened? That was unexpected. When I tried to, when I tried to pull the mirror out, it seemed like it, it should open up, but it didn't, and then I felt the best way I can describe it is like a shock, a jolt that went all the way up my arm. So Can you pull the muscle. <laughs> the sound cut out right there. <laughs> yeah, perfect time. weird. It, it was very. <laughs> almost sounded like you got shocked. It was. That's awesome. <laughs> I pull a I pull a flask out and then offer you a drink. Here you go. Oh, thank you, but I I never touch the stuff. Just kidding, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just take like a little a little bit. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Is there some sort of baka in the room? Is there some sort of what? I'm sorry. Baka. Um, not in here. No. Interesting. Does your family have a rule against smoking inside? Mm. Oh well. Great question. <laughs> You know, like I said, I haven't been here in some years, um, so that might have changed. Um, it, it, if, if you find an ashtray, I would say go ahead, and if not, I would avoid it. Carrie, is there an ashtray in the room? <laughs> you, you immediately start looking around. Um, yeah, the, the coffee table has an ashtray there for you. Immediately light up. <laughs> yeah. Not plus Thirty is minutes there... since I smoked. <laughs> As they're doing this, I would like to watch the smoke that they blow out and see if if it goes anywhere unusual. Okay, make a spot hidden roll. Right. Using up all my good rolls, I got a thirty-four. I, I Damn. Succeed. Oh dear. Right. Um. <laughs> So you're watching the smoke for a moment. Um, with both of them smoking, it's it's kind of building up 
a little quicker than if it was just one of them and you see the smoke rising, you see, um, for a moment, you kind of want to go open the window, but then you're like, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if this smoke goes anywhere. And if, if she, when she does that, I'll say, hey, this stuff's good for you. This one's doctor recommended. <laughs> so you're watching the smoke and you see it kind of gathering um, higher up. And then you see a little bit of a draft. It seems to be moving in the direction of the fireplace. I would like to call everyone's attention to it. I'm a little nervous now after my experience with the mirror. Yeah. Uh, um, as you're walking a little bit closer to it too and looking, the smoke isn't going like into the fireplace. It seems to be going into the mirror. <gasps> that blasted mirror, I knew it. Do you share that information? I do, I do immediately. Hmm. Like, I would blow the smoke then purposely in that direction. All right, yeah, you you stand up and blow smoke towards the mirror. You see as it hits the glass, it does it disperses, like it comes, it rolls back out. But up at the top of the mirror, where the glass meets the frame, just at the top, you see the smoke kind of pushing inside escaping that direction, almost like a window was cracked or something. Um, oh, go on. You go. Oh, I was going to say, I just knock on the, the mirror portion to see it, to hear if it's like hollow or something on the other side. Okay. Uh, yeah, you knock on it. It seems solid. This is weird. Um, can I like like stand up and like try to like run my fingers along the top edge of it? Sure. Um, you walk over, reach up, run your finger along. The glass seems connected to the frame. Gotcha. Um, like he knocked on the mirror. Can I knock on the wall next to the mirror? Sure. Yeah, you do so. Seems solid. Hmm. Well, I don't think it's a false wall or anything. Uh, this is a weird idea. Can I pull out a flashlight and sh- Sure. Does, how does that look? Does it reflect it like normal? Yeah, yeah, it's just reflecting it just like normal. Hmm. I, I go to the doorway and I'm like, Arthur Glass. Uh, where the hell are you? Making us wait. I'm actually looking pretty impatient at this point. Nothing answers you except for the ticking clock. We're here to investigating his disappearance. N- uh, not to my knowledge, no, but maybe we should take a, a look around the house. Yeah, that actually sounds like a good idea. This the guy making us wait around like this. Is this the main uh, living room? Is there a more appropriate for uh, for 
guests? Oh, well, this, I, I wouldn't call this the main living room, but this is where they would traditionally bring guests, yes. Um, but yeah, who, who brought us in? What was their name? Oh, right. So um, you were let in and your coats were taken by a butler. Did the butler give us his name? Nope. Okay. Where's that damn butler? Uh, well, we, we could go search for him at the very least. I like that idea. I do too. The other thing is, since that smoke appears to be going up toward the top of that mirror, if we can't move the mirror, I'm wondering what is behind this room and above it? Well, we can, we can certainly go investigate. Things have changed since the last time I've been here, so, um, yeah. Let's take a, let's take a look around. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, uh, so the, the entrance into this room, into this living room, is sort of like, um, just one large open entryway. Uh, there is another, um, Kind of diagonal to that one that seems to be leading into a dining room of some sort you can see like um the beginning of what is probably like a long table or something in the next room um which you probably saw the entrance uh to that dining room as well from um right beside the st- uh staircase when you were over investigating that so is there any other sound coming from the mansion? Like any kind of commotion somewhere else? Like, uh, make a um, listen. Uh, listen. I guess I would listen to. That's a oh, that's a eighty-nine out of sixty. So <laughs> that's not a very good roll. Yeah, my hearing failed me too. Okay. Um, everyone knows how to use luck points, right? Yeah. No. Okay. So you have your luck score. Or you should have your luck score. Mm-hmm. Everyone have their luck score? All right. So yeah. say say you your target number is 60% and you roll a 63. You can spend some of those luck points, basically like reduce your luck in order to succeed that roll. Now, sometimes you will be required to make a luck roll for things. So by using those luck points, you are lessening your luck for those rolls. So it's a matter of what you want to use and how important you think certain rolls are. So there is that uh, to keep in mind. I didn't realize how unlucky I am. I'm at a 30. <laughs> oh, I rolled terrible mine too. Mine's 35. Oof. Oh boy. Nice we knowing our own luck. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Pushing rolls in this? Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Um, so pushing a roll is basically like if you fail and you want to push it, that means you're gonna try again, but the consequences are then severe afterwards. Oh, if, you, okay. if you fail that pushed roll, it's 
basically like a critical failure of sorts. <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so listening, you just, the more you try to focus on the sounds of the house, the louder the grandfather clock seems to be. Hey, can I push this listen roll? But if I went and stand at the very edge of the stairs and listen, like. Yeah, go for it. Oh. Oh, that's a 67 out of 60. So, okay, I'd like to spend seven luck as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fall down the stairs. So, down to 28 luck already. Oh, boy. All right, so you are listening you you kind of close your eyes for a moment and just try to listen for the creaking of wood for footsteps for any people moving around you know a house this size probably has multiple people working inside of it this a mansion like this would have cooks and and maids and all sorts of staff. And you are absolutely sure you don't hear anyone else in this house. Hear anything? Oh, and that's the problem. Um, okay, can I go ring the doorbell? Cause I feel like that would be the quickest way to get someone's attention in a mansion. What is everyone else doing while this is happening? I'm going with him. Okay. Are you exiting at the same time as him? Well, I was just going to stand there at the doorway as he opened the door and... Yeah, I wasn't going to, like, step out of the man. I was just going to, like, reach over, give it a little ring, or if they have one, if there's a door knocker, I'll use that. I'll stay where I am then and maybe look... Where had we just walked? Where were you listening? Up the stairs or in the dining room? Depends on where you want to be. You can be in the living room. You can be in the entryway. I'll just be looking around, waiting for to hear the doorbell and see if I can see any response in the dining room from the doorbell. Okay. I'm actually gonna walk into the dining room, being extra, extra curious about what they have about in the house. All right. Um, and where is Patrick? Or no, where is Ezekiel? <laughs> uh, he is. He's also to the dining room to see what's okay. in there. All right. Um, so multiple things are happening at once. As a few of you are heading into this dining room. Brian walks over, opens the front door, and as you move to stick your hand out of the door and ring the doorbell, you're not sure what is happening exactly. You stick out your arm and you can no longer see your arm. You can feel it, you can move it around, but you don't you don't see your arm as it is passing through this doorway. I would jump back and like with a look of shock. Like uh Mac would see me like literally like do like a huge jump back, like did I see what he Yeah. Saw 
So is that a sanity roll for the both? Yeah, of I'm us? gonna have both of you make <laughs> okay. a sanity roll. Oh, let's hope that. Pv. This escalated oh quickly. I just got <laughs> one. One percent. One. Uh, wow. And an eighty-seven. I, or a seven. Let me make sure this isn't a seven, actually. One. I failed. Nope, that's that's the one. That's not the seven. All right, uh, Pv, you're gonna. Nope, nope. You are. Who are you? You're Mac. You're gonna lose. Mac three sanity points. Hmm. Matt can take it. Um, as uh, as Brian kind of slams backwards, kind of bumps into you, you kind of catch him a little bit for a moment. Now, even though you're really shaken up by this, you, you're you both just kind of looking at the doorway and and probably looking at Brian's arm, which is okay. You, it's, it's, it's just how you left it. You, you, all that right? I, I don't know what that was. That was that was uh, must just must have been a trick of the eyes or something. Trick of the eyes. Uh, I'm gonna look for something uh, nearby and toss it through the door. Okay. Um. There are probably still some shards of uh that broken statue over near that uh that pedestal. You can kind of walk Oops. over, grab onto one of those shards. Um. The rest of you have made it into the dining room at this point, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um. So you grab one of these shards and you toss it through the doorway? Yes. All right, I'm gonna have everyone make a listen roll. Oh. Even those of us in the dining room? Yep. Okay. Oh no. What is my listen? Oh my God. I keep failing. Same on my listen roll, 79. 76. I got a 99. (laughs) 1920s, we don't have good hearing uh, care. It would be a 79. I think I'm suffering from uh, explosions I experienced during World War One. Did everyone fail? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My character is not That's paying amazing. attention. Hold on. I'll, you know what? I'll push mine. That's better. 21 that time. Okay. Um, so, you toss this piece of ceramic through the doorway, and Peggy, you hear... You don't know if it's because you were so suspicious of that damn mirror or what, but you hear a sound and you turn around in time to see this piece of ceramic hit the coffee table. Where is it coming from? I didn't didn't see. It was hard to tell. You kind of turned around just in time to see it hit the coffee table. All right, I'd like to go over to it. And, and pick it up. Yeah, you pick it up and you recognize it as a piece of whatever that statue was that Rose broke. Did somebody th- throw anything at the mirror before? Nobody did. Nobody. Somebody knocked on it though, right? Mm-hmm. Do I see any, any kind of movement or anything um, with the mirror? Like anything happening that's different from um, before the the mirror looks the same you do see as you're looking into it you see uh mac and and brian have backed up like into the doorway so that you can they're like to where they can see into this room so you you do see them in the mirror and you see them looking intently at the front door so i look over at them and i i say i heard something just now 
and then I and then I looked over and this this piece of ceramic fell on the coffee table and no one was in there. Did something happen? I turned to Mac and give him a look like, did she, did, you're hearing this, right? Uh, I you received stunned silence. <laughs> Yeah, as what both happened? of you definitely see the same piece of ceramic in Peggy's hand. <gasps> oh. What? Peggy, can I see that ceramic one more time? <laughs> sure. I, I hand it to him. I immediately just chuck it out the door again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All of you in the room. So you chuck it a little bit harder this time by, by accident, just from nerves. You chuck it. You see this piece of ceramic fly through the mirror. Um, whiz past your ear, Peggy, and kind of slam into uh, the wall near the pedestal and fall back down into uh, that same debris. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. What? Hey, Brian, would you oh, would you mind me uh, maybe tossing you out the door? See what happens? I wouldn't advise you touch me. <laughs> All right. We need to lay the facts out, neat and straight. Something's going on with the mirror. Did you, did you try to go, go outside? Well, I stuck my arm out, and it disappeared. <laughs> it disappeared. As this conversation is happening, as well, just real quick, um, the two in the dining room. Uh, you have walked in. You see a just a long table every place mat seems to be set um it looks clean chairs are pushed in it's very it's not like the maids have up and left like it is everything is clean it looks recently set um and as you're kind of taking in this scene you would have heard everything going on behind you in the living room i'm, I'm sorry did you did you say that your arm disappeared when you when you stuck it outside? I believe I did. Did it... Do you, is it back? I, 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 like, kind of walk out and look him over. Interesting. Did it feel weird? It... It didn't, which is weird. It seems to me that whatever tries to go out that door cannot leave and is thrust back in here through that mirror. Wait. Stick your arm through again. Does the arm go through the mirror? I'm gonna kinda totter over. Yeah, you you walk over to the door? Yeah. Put your arm out and uh -huh. you see you see Rose's arm come through the mirror. It did, Rose. Everyone who witnessed that Go ahead and make a sanity roll for me. Oh, I did yeah. not. I was still in the dining room. Yeah, I was going to say, I was in the doorway. <laughs> that's fine, that's watching fine. Watching her put her arm through it. Ooh, 32 I I out of 50. I am not paying attention at all. I got a, I got a seven. <laughs> nice. Okay, so everyone is, is fine out of, like, sheer excitement that it worked, kind of. Like, you're like, oh, okay, so this is happening. And... You're just too blown away by that to even be freaked out by it at all. Yeah. Well, the good news is we know what the mirror does. The bad news is it looks like we're trapped. 
The good news is that meal is going to be super valuable. Um, but yes, you're trapped. Mm. I, I look out like there are there windows, right? So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Can we see outside? Yeah, I mean you can you can see outside the the door too. It's just once you pass that threshold, it's not the same place that you're exiting. But but yeah, you can look out the window. You see the rain hitting the glass. You see outside. Does anybody have a a pocket watch or a timepiece? I have a watch, watch. Does the time on the grandfather clock match the time on the watch? You take the watch and head over to the grandfather clock? Yeah, it matches. Yeah, it matches. <laughs> right. So it would seem time is still moving as usual in here. Oh, I, w- I want to... May I see your watch? Yeah, I hand it over. I toss it out the door. What are you doing? <laughs> that thing cost it me 30 flies. bucks. Um, so, okay, here, uh, Mac, make a luck roll. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Bad luck. Oh, no. <laughs> Hearing this commotion, Ezekiel's gonna come back. Uh, okay. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I, I just made Tom fly. <laughs> All right, so Ezekiel, you walk, you walk back into the living room in time to see a watch fly out of the mirror, land on the coffee table, and shatter. You only know it doesn't affect $30 for that watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. Um, that was from Italy. Um, Did you just throw his watch? Is, is the time still the same? I know, like, the face is shattered, right? But the, the hands are still there. Yeah, the hands are still there. Um, and the time has stopped, but was the same as when you threw it. Time's the same. Well, so, that's great. Whatever, whatever's going on out there that's not... I, I pick up the watch, I kind of shake it off, and I just put it in my pocket. Is there any Perfect. writing in this room? Uh, writing? Yes. Like in... I'm just looking for any kind of writing to see if it is what I'm looking for. Uh, what room are you in? Uh, the mirror room, like or the hallway okay. right next yeah. to it. From what, yeah, the, uh, the living doing. room. Um, no, you you kind of got a good look at this room earlier. There, there's no decor, no writing, no paper of any sort in here. Gotcha. And when I look at my notebook, it's it's not accurate, right? Like no, a, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. I'm All right. I think we should do as, as Rose suggested and take a look around the house. Mac is so pissed off at this point that he's grabbing <laughs> onto that mirror and trying to tear it off the wall. Uh, make a strength roll. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks. He's, he's not thinking clearly. But the, but he, the, but the time flies, <laughs> Joe. It was worth it. Dude, that's why a, he's attacking the mirror, not Rose. <laughs> I got a 38 under 70. Okay, uh, make a sanity roll. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh, I succeeded. Okay. Um, 
so you grab onto the sides of this mirror you have a pretty good grip and as you just you give one solid like quick yank on this mirror and by all account it should come off the wall but as you yank both hands clenched onto the sides of this wall you feel some sort of electric surge through your arms you are you you don't even like it's not even like you're instinctually stepping backwards. It is the the force of this electrical surge pushes you backwards. Um, everyone watches as Mac is kind of pushed backwards. Um, one leg kind of trips over the coffee table and you, you stumble backwards as you're feeling just the tingling in your fingers and your elbows. You all right, Mr. Davis? Did you feel a shock? Been better. This is Maybe crazy. I do know a very him. good watch guy. I'll give you his. I'll give you his number when we get out of here. Yeah, I'm sure I'll he can that. make it good as new. What was with the electricity? Did you feel that electricity? I did. This thing must be wired or something. Well, clearly it's something otherworldly. I've never seen anything like it. Maybe it has to do with uh, the radiation stuff. If if I put my hand on the glass of the mirror, does it also go through, or is it one way? Uh, it's solid. Right. Hey, if it's okay, can I approach the mirror, pull out my pocket knife, and I'm going to try and stab it. <laughs> I just looked over and saw. <laughs> Uh, I'm going, not stab the mirror, I'm going to try to stab a, like, paper around the mirror and cut in a little bit if I can. Like the actual glass, or are you talking like behind the mirror or the, the frame? Yeah, kind of like where the, like the wall in the mirror is, I'm trying to stab into that. Like, just like, like behind it a little bit, like at gotcha, an angle. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, for that I'm gonna have you make a strength roll. Can I use bra? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm gonna get in a fight with sure. it. <laughs> well, they're the same stat either way, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ooh, that's, <laughs> the mirror wins. <laughs> uh, it did, 79 <laughs> out of 40. Yeah, it so. It fights back. You go to kind of stab into this wall by beside this mirror. And as the blade makes contact, you realize it's it's not it's not gonna give. This is mm. solid behind this wallpaper, completely solid. I just feel along the top where I saw the uh, smoke going in. Do I feel any kind of draft? No. Right. I feel like we might have to go around, keep exploring. Cause I agree. This might be a dead end. Well, we're not going anywhere else. Let's keep going. All right, where to? If we go through the dining room, is there another door out of the dining room? Yeah, if you go through the dining room, there's a door that um, heads into um, the kitchen and back out into the entryway. Right. What do you guys think? This way or upstairs? I'd look for, I know we didn't hear anybody, but I would go to the kitchen just to see if there was anybody there to make sure. I, I think I'm gonna 
go upstairs. I need to use the ladies anyway. Um, um maybe we shouldn't totally split up. Uh, somebody want to go with you? Are you comfortable with somebody going with you? So the ladies like room? No. Yes. Well, upstairs. <laughs> Would you like me to wait for you outside? Oh, ab- absolutely. We can we can look around up there together. Um, that that sounds fun. All right, I'll go with her then. All right. So Peggy and Rose are heading upstairs while the gentlemen check out the kitchen. <laughs> it's just I, like out of character. It's like, oh God, we're splitting. Um, <laughs> oh God, Max! No. Like, no. <laughs> as they go up the stairs, I'll say, holler if uh, you see any more crazy mirrors or feel like breaking any more watches. all right so um our gentleman in the kitchen you head into the kitchen you see a very wealthily stocked kitchen you see fresh food fruit vegetables laying out on the counter like over in their little fruit bowls you see um various loaves of bread looks freshly baked um You see there's like this center island that seems to be basically made entirely for like like a cutting board style island. Um, completely cleaned off right now. And you see one other door in the room. It is closed. Um, and that's all you gather right off the bat there. Well, we won't starve. I oh, would no. yell out, you know, is anybody there? Anybody here? Yeah, you shout out. Start clinging some of the pots. <laughs> yeah, looking over, you kind of even like open a couple of uh, um, cabinets and I mean, it's a very, very well-stocked kitchen. Not a dirty dish in sight. You can have a couple of the pots, clang them together. Could you please quiet down? Uh, I wanted to check that other door you talked about. Okay, yeah, you walk over to that door, you grab the doorknob, and it's locked. Oh, I will immediately, uh, given our situation now, um, get down and start trying to lockpick it. Okay. Um, do you have that skill? I'm locksmith, uh, 60. Perfect. Oh, (laughs) that's a 99! Oh! Okay, so uh, make a sanity roll for me. Oh man, that's oh dear, not good. <laughs> oh, this is a twenty-six out of fifty, so that's a lot better. There's this moment you lean down and you move to uh, begin picking this lock. It looks—it's a very old lock, and as you kind of put the lock picks in, you hear some sort of strange sound that you can't even really describe or replicate in any way. It's just the sound that's like inside your inner ear. And as you hear that sound, your back stiffens for a moment and then both of your lock picks are pulled through the door, through the keyhole to the other side, out of your hands, and you just kind of sit there for a moment. Hey, what's wrong? We need to get the fuck out of this mansions, what's wrong? You're realizing that now? 
Well, I realized that earlier, but now it's gotten a lot worse since something just stole my lockpicks. I'm gonna go over and look through the keyhole. <laughs> I will back away and let you do what you do. <laughs> I'm not right. like right up against it, but. Alright, so you had a. I like you, this choice. You crouched down. Um, before we resolve that, we're gonna switch over to <laughs> the ladies going upstairs. <laughs> um, you head up these stairs. It's, I mean, the more that Rose looks at the railing of the staircase, the more that you're noticing how much gold and silver and how many gems are actually like put into various parts of the wood um, as this moves up this staircase. Um, you head up to the second level of the house um, where you head up and the stairs actually round and head up one more level. Um, Just before we get out of sight of that painting, I'd like to quickly look back like I'm trying to catch the little boy <laughs> to see if I can see his eyes moving. Okay, uh, make a sanity roll. Oh, shit. What? It's 29. Okay, you, you quickly turn and look and you just see those just dark, angry eyes, but... Nothing seems to be moving. Okay. Are you okay? I'm all right. I just don't trust. I just don't trust that boy. But I, that, that's a that's a painting. What do you expect him to step out of it? Well, before today, I wouldn't have expected someone, someone or something, to be able to travel through a mirror. But I think I think we need to begin to expect the unexpected. That is very fair. Um, okay. Um, but I'm all right. I know you need to get to the to the loo. We can go. I, I honestly just, I haven't been here in a very long time, and I just wanted to explore upstairs. We seemed to get a good idea of what was going on downstairs, and I'd like to see what the bedrooms look like now. I see. Well, I'm with you. Hmm. All right. Um, looking up here, there is one... It almost resembles like a hotel of sorts. Like you, you come up these stairs, and there's one just kind of long hallway that leads down. Um, there are uh, three doorways on the right, and there are two doorways on the left, and then there is one doorway at the end of the hall. And then these stairs just kind of curve and go back up one more um, to one more level. All of the doors are closed. And it just, something about it really resembles like a, a hotel or something. It's just very, it's le way less homey than downstairs, that's for sure. Um, shall we just, just explore each room, see if we see anybody? I think that sounds like a good plan to me. Okay. I'll follow you. Walk to the first door that's available and give it a little jiggle and see if it's unlocked. All right, you walk to the, the door. Basically, the first one is to the right of, um, as you're coming up the stairs here, the first one on the right, you walk over to it, um, you turn the knob, the door opens. Uh, it kind of creaks a little bit as it opens and you're able to look in. 
this appears to be a study of some sort. You see a desk, um, a messy desk. And that's what you see from the doorway. Um, I'll s- step in and walk over to the desk and look and see if any of the like papers or anything, if there was anything that stands out to me. Sure. Um, as you are kind of pushing through all of these various papers, some of the scribbles are just too rushed to be able to read. Some of them is like clearly, okay, you can read your own handwriting, but nobody else can. Um, pushing through some of them, you can read, and it seems to be notes on um, various chapters of certain books. Uh, pushing through a little bit further, you do find one um, that kind of catches your eye. Okay, okay. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so you you find that. I wonder what description and for who. Might have been. I agree. Might very well have been for Vincent. Like I said, he was he was very troubled. Um, Do you recognize the handwriting at all? No, I don't think I do. Um, I wonder if there are any um pill bottles. If we don't see any in here, we should keep an eye out. Yeah. That, that sounds like a good idea. Um, whenever I was looking through the notes, did I open the desk doors or anything? And if not, can I? Yeah, that, that was just a paper you found on the top of the desk there. So yeah, you can easily open up some of the drawers. Um, you see... Uh, basically, various notes on different like herbal remedies different almost like natural cures to things you see various notes on medicines and what they're prescribed for you see um a few notes on like different religions um different different um worships different ways certain older religions pray. Um, There are different things about meditation. It seems like there are various forms of therapy or cure here in notes. Does it say anything about what they would be cures for? No. Hmm. And is there anything in any of those that would be like instructions for what to do for like a remedy ritual or something? Um, some of, some of them have like, um, like the name of a certain oil and where to apply it, but none of it seems to be like a definitive, you know, this is what I'm going to try. This is what I'm going to do. They all just seem to be notes on how to, but yeah, there are quite a few that, that at least say how to do something, where to, how to apply this, the dosage of this, things like that. This is interesting, but not particularly helpful for helping us find anyone here. Um, are there, I'm, I'm assuming since it's a study, are there bookshelves? 
are a couple of bookshelves. Um, you sh- you see some of the books um, have added to the notes on uh, on the desk. Like some of the books are opened up with notes kind of in the pages. They are mostly um, books about diseases or about um, different medicines. Again, nothing definitive, but almost like collecting all information possible, throwing it on the desk and kind of making notes after that. I'd like to look in one of the books and see if, I'm looking for dog-eared pages, but also looking up any of the this, the oils or if there's like a common ingredient that's listed more than once, looking it up to see what it might be a remedy for. Okay. Um, while you are investigating that, we're gonna head back over to Ezekiel. Um, go ahead and Losing make an a <laughs> go ahead and make a spot hidden roll for me. Oh, I'm good at that. Um, I got a thirteen. That that is 13. an extreme success. All right. Um, so you have leaned down. You mentioned you're not getting too close to the yeah people. in case. You're, yeah, you're kind of staying back and peeking through. You squint, looking through. You see, it it looks like absolute darkness. Like you can't really see anything on the other side, but you swear you still are somehow seeing movement. Almost like the darkness itself is moving and turning and swirling and pulsing. Well, that's not good. Go ahead and make a sanity roll for me. <laughs> Lovely. I got, nah, that's a success. Okay. Out of 60. All right. Um, you swear you almost hear it saying something or humming something, but you can't quite make it out. I suggest we don't go through that door. Ezekiel just stands up and nopes. (laughs) What do you what do you see over there? Through there? (sighs) Nothing. Pure pure darkness. Something moving in it though. Whispering to itself. So that's a no. When he says whispering, I'll actually press my ear against the door. Okay, make a listen roll. So if this thing isn't strong enough to go through the door. Ooh, that's a 24 out of the 60. Make a sanity roll. Ooh, that's a straight 70 out of a 50. It was 17? 70. 70, okay. Yeah. Okay, so. Um... It was nice knowing your wax pill. <laughs> Hey, I might only lose an ear. All right, so you hear, you know, Ezekiel was right, some kind of whispering or or something. And as your ear is pressed up against this door, the whispering starts to grow almost like louder and louder and louder to the point where it's not whispering. It just sounds like one monotone and you recognize the words. It's it's a chorus of people in prayer. 
um, you're going to lose four sanity. Cool. Um, I will visit, like, I will probably go even wider than my, my already question is, and I'll be stone silent and just slowly backing out of the room. Did you hear anything? I won't even respond. I don't think he heard anything good. Shouldn't leave him alone. I just, I just need out of this room for a minute. I'll be fine. And I'm gonna, uh, like shakily take my pack of cigarettes out, uh, fumble with it and put it into my mouth and just light it up. I don't care where I'm at. Okay, well, moving back upstairs for a moment. Um, looking through these books, kind of flipping through, looking for pages that have been marked. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything that directly links to each other. It's it's really frustrating. You'll think for a moment you're about to find, oh, this will have the same effect as this, but everything seems to have different effects. Things seem to have different application processes. It's just there's nothing that is connecting to anything else. And I mean, you're just finding things on newer diseases, newer newer cures, um, things that maybe some of you have any, you're not even too familiar with. Uh, yeah, Luna's sitting on my notes. Um, you see, uh, notes on a somewhat recent medical breakthrough. You see notes about insulin and you see um, various notes about, you know, smallpox, meningitis. You see all sorts of different diseases. So it's, it's hard to even narrow down what was being looked for here. Or maybe it was just researching diseases. My mic's been muted. While she's flipping through the books, can I look around? Is there any notable artworks or trinkets or anything on any of the shelves, on the desk, on the walls? Go ahead and make a spot hidden roll. That is 34 out of 40. Okay. Um, You... You do see a little collection. It almost looks like a jewelry box of sorts. And as you open that (laughs) jump scare, (laughs) open up that jewelry box, you see different um, like religious symbols from various religions. You see a few crosses, you see some crucifixes, you see um, some symbols that you're probably not really very familiar with. Fascinating. I go to pick one of the ones that I'm not overly familiar with up to examine it. Okay. Um, Take a look and see if I can place it in time or just gleam anything about it. Sure. Yeah, go ahead and make that um, appraise roll. Okay. That is a 61 out of 70. Okay. Uh, Looking looking this over 
Um, do you have any like religion skill? I have a cult. Um, okay. Accordion occult. Okay, so this particular symbol, you're probably not aware of like what what religion it stands for exactly. Um, but you, I mean, you can gather it's it's probably over a hundred years old. Um, just this artifact itself. Uh, and it seems to be in a condition where it was definitely found and then properly taken care of. But a man of science, he sure had a lot of superstitions um, and a lot of religious beliefs, but none of these appear to be from the same religion. That's fascinating. Hearing her say that, I'm thinking, I, I have sort of like, a, a light bulb. Perhaps if the medication wasn't working, the person in question was afflicted with something that wasn't, strictly speaking, an, an ailment or a disease. Maybe it was something more sinister, like a, like a possession. <clears throat> and I would like to see if there are any books um, that would be about exorcism. Okay, um... Yeah, there's no search in this. Uh, I guess a spot hidden rule. Okay. I have library fine. too. <laughs> you, know. you know what? Yeah, go for it. You're, you're looking at the... Yeah, yeah, sure. Library will work. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much the same. Yeah. I got a seven. What is happening with these? There are no dice, too. I just, <laughs> I just won these in a, in a contest. They're great. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, you got luck built in. Yeah. Uh, all right. So looking across these shelves, you, you do find um, one book. It seems to be newer. It was definitely, like, more recently purchased. Um, and it appears to be about... Um, different possessions and exorcisms on the cover it it the name of it ensure or uh is sure to include like theories in the name because they can't they published it under the you know like not saying these are facts sort of thing um so it's definitely nothing anyone of science would ever believe by any means but uh you do find this book it doesn't appear to be marked anywhere or no notes inside of it. It seems very new, like maybe he hadn't quite gotten to it yet. Oh, interesting. I I call Rose over and I just share with her what I'm thinking. Um, do you think it could be possible that Vincent might have had some demons that the family was trying to trying to get out well before today no but after today I'm more inclined to believe in literal demons so yes um, mm. and you said he was troublesome right he, he, he was he was a handful of a child um, mm. but uh, I just I, again, I haven't been up here many years. Last, last I saw him, he was just a 
young lad. Um, shall we shall we check the next room and see if maybe we find anything else? Sure. As we're walking out, I just want to start opening the book. I want to open the book and just start flipping through it. Okay. Um, easy enough. You head out, flipping through the book, going to head to the next room. Um, downstairs, we have Brian out of the kitchen, uh, has backed back into the dining room, and we have uh, Mac and Ezekiel kind of looking back at him as he's walking out of the room. I'm going to follow him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to stay in the kitchen by myself. You don't want to make a sandwich at this time? <laughs> so Brian I'll assume you kind of back out and there is uh, that dining chair there and you just kind of sit yourself down um, on one of the chairs for a moment to collect yourself yeah I think after that I think the amusement of this being unbelievable has worn off for Brian now it's what the fuck I need to get out of here this is I need out of here now um You'll notice he's visibly shaking now too, um, and he—he's he, also like it seems like if you would speak to him right now, he would snap at you. He's like he's very on edge. Yeah, and there's there's this moment, Brian, where you're sitting there, you're collecting yourself, and you glance over at the table, um, the table which had before been set perfectly and clean. You look over at this table, and there is blood and gore covering the plates. There are flies buzzing. The candles are almost burnt all the way down. You see a couple bodies in a couple of the chairs slumped over with their faces just in the gore and the blood. The flies buzzing louder and louder and louder in your ears. Make a sanity roll for me. Come on. <laughs> 80. Oh no! Oh, poor Brian. You are going to lose three more sanity. Um, and you can't look away. You can't look away from it. And Mac and Ezekiel, you you see Brian's breathing starting to get like heavier, but almost shallower at the same time. Like he's, he's trying to breathe harder and harder, but the breath isn't coming. He's like choking on his own breath and you see his eyes wide as he is just staring at the table in terror. Yeah, it looks Do we like see the shell's shocked. You don't, the, the table looks perfectly normal to you. I put, I like snap in front of him, like kind of, hey, wake up, kid. Just snapping? He doesn't seem to respond. Well, he's fucked. <laughs> Mr. Waxville, hello. Do I register any of this, Carrie? No, you you kind of move in front of him, you're moving your hand, and he is just sitting there staring. His, his face is starting to turn blue. <gasps> He appears to be choking. <laughs> <laughs> the Heimlich maneuver, uh, 1920s thing. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Heimlich maneuver uh, discovered? 
good question. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> um. Well, if I was the one, I have medical, but I'm the one choking. <laughs> if he's turning blue, I guess I would try to pull him up and maybe like pat him on the back or something. Um, yeah, you reach over, pull him up basically by like the back of the, uh, the suit. You pull him up. As he's on his feet, you just kind of slam just once into his back. Brian, you feel that slam on your back and it's like you are knocked back into your own skin. The room returns to normal. You're looking around, you're sweating. You have sweat just beaded all over your forehead, on your face, um, and you're out of breath, but the room is back to how it was before. What the hell happened to you? You all right? Body, bodies, blood. There's nothing here. I, is there nothing here? I don't know. There's nothing. Look, there's nothing here. It was right there. It was right there. Uh, I'm like exasperated, pointing at where the bodies were. I'm sure. I'm sure there. I'm sure there was something there. Why don't you have another cigarette? <laughs> you know, I will, but not because he told me. Because I need one. I'm, I'm terrified. I'll, I'll actually, at this point, you'll see me. I'm going to, like, like storm off to the mirror. Like, I'm going to be smoking a cigarette at the same time. But you see that some, I'm intent on doing something right now. Yeah. It's uh, okay with Carrie. You I, light that cigarette and start heading towards the living room. I turn to Ezekiel and I say, do you want to watch him? Maybe I should check on the, the ladies. I'll make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. <laughs> so Ezekiel follows... <laughs> follows Brian into the living room while Mac, uh, you head into the entryway. Um, I will say, uh, in the entryway here, you do see there are two doors and a hallway um, mm-hmm. on the other side of like where you're coming out of. You see that on the other side of the entryway, and then there's also the stairs up to your right, which you know that's where the girls went. Well, I'm not going off on my own too far. Uh, I start heading up the stairs and I just start saying their names. Yeah, um, as you are uh, leaving the study, uh, you walk over, grab onto the next doorknob and you hear Mac calling your names and coming up the stairs. Rose, Peggy. We're here. I Brian would, if he come, oh, go scared ahead. scared himself. What do you mean? I don't know, he started turning blue. Says he's seen dead bodies or something, I didn't see nothing. Also, there's some crazy kooky door in the kitchen that won't open that stole his uh, lockpicks. I can't explain it any other way. There's a door that stole his lockpicks. This <laughs> crazy old wax feel. <laughs> it's getting stranger and stranger, doesn't it? Well, we did find out something that might um, shed some light, and I'll tell him about the religious relics and our theory that they might have been trying to rid someone, presumably the boy, of a possession. That's great. Is uh, that going to get us out of this house? No? Well, I don't know, but I would like to ask Brian... uh, 
about the position of the bodies, what, uh, the location. Do you so, think he'd be able to answer questions now, or is he too sh- is he too shaken? I don't know. He was storming off. Let's go to. We can go down there. Rose, were you trying to say something? Oh, I was. I was just gonna say we we found a note that talking about a prescription that wasn't working and a misdiagnosis, and I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I, 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 I do believe Peg is right. There, there seems to be something, something strange going on. Um, it looks like they exhausted every option they possibly could to rid someone of an ailment that perhaps they learned wasn't an ailment after all. Some kind of witchcraft or something. Something. Possibly. Um, I'm gonna actually open the door that I already have my hand on and look in. Alright, you open up that door, um, and it, uh, is a bedroom. I would like to investigate this. I know you you all want to talk to, uh, talk to Mr. Mr. Watsfield. Um, well, I, I'm happy to just keep looking around. If you want to do that, that's fine. I'm not going right. nowhere. If you're I, sure, I, I'll I'll talk to him and, and come back. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be here. I'll wait here. Good happy idea. to have your company. All right. Um, so, Brian, what what is your intention storming into the living room? Uh, oh, Ezekiel's is he... Ezekiel's right on your heels, but you are heading into that living room with a purpose. Yep, uh, that jacket coming off was not just because I was uncomfortable. That was Brian takes it off, rolls up his sleeves. I walk into the room. Uh, I'm looking for anything solid uh, that I can grab with both hands. Uh, that, and I'm going to take it against the mirror if Ezekiel does not stop. Ezekiel, do you try to stop him? I think he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, would I? <laughs> Let me look at my stats real quick. Do I try to stop him? No. I'm not no, going to stop let, him. You just walk in and watch as yes. Brian looks over, grabs the coffee table with both hands, picks it up, and then just, are you like throwing it or are you just slamming it into the mirror? Uh, kind of like, I'm go- I'm basically trying to hit it with it, but I'm gonna let go of it when it hits. Okay, basically. cool. Like a, f- a fling more than anything. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and make a strength roll for me. Oh no. Oh, boy. Oh, let me reroll that. One fell off the table. Uh, doesn't matter, they both were failures. <laughs> one was a 70 and this one's even worse at 80. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One rolled off the table, but it was a 70 and then yeah. Uh, so. Uh-oh. Is it? He failed. It was 80. Okay. Um, in that case, you grab this coffee table in such a fury and fear at the same time. You grab it and you sling it. And it actually, the corner of the coffee table, like, hits the wall beside the mirror. And the coffee table just kind of tumbles over. It does not hit the mirror. You done? Oh. <laughs> you done? <laughs> I will now, since I'm even more angry than I felt, I will kick the mirror. 
Make a brawl. <laughs> 98? Oh. I love Ezekiel was put in charge of watching Brian, but he's yeah. just like. <laughs> I'll stop him. Can you tell this you character wasn't made for uh, no, you're physical stuff? <laughs> no, I meant he, he oh, said oh, he'd oh, stop oh. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It, Am I in there yet? Um, you... Yeah, you would probably be coming down in time to see um, uh, uh, Brian try to kick this mirror, but it's kind of like it was a higher kick than you were really expecting, and you find yourself slipping on the carpet, like the little rug that is there. The rug kind of bunches up, and as Brian goes to kick, just falls over and slams down onto his back. I'm gonna help him All right. up. I would like to uh, also help him up and and kind of dust him off. And then as soon as he's up, I'm gonna slap him. <laughs> oh, I was debating that. <laughs> All right, Not so, yeah. super hard, not super hard, just enough to really knock some sense into him. Yeah, Brian, you are frustrated, you are terrified. You're even more frustrated that the table didn't hit the mirror and you couldn't kick the mirror and there's just this sense of frustration and then smack right across your face. Uh, and then you kind of straighten straighten up again and you see Peggy standing directly in front of you. Hey, look at me. You're all right. Now you got to keep your wits about you or you're not going to make it long in this house. Do you understand? I will nod my head to you. All right, now listen. I heard that you were given a fright and saw some bodies, and I've got some information that I'd like to corroborate with you. Now, when you saw them, where were they, and how many were there? There was two. Uh, there was two, right, Kay? Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. Um, there was two, two bodies sitting at the dining room table along with a pile of gore around the gore was on the table or on on the plates it was being fucking served to him and were the bodies next to each other or far apart they were right next to each other sitting and the bodies were um it, kind of like diagonal from each other it didn't seem like the seating was anything in particular necessarily yeah. at least to your knowledge they were basically sitting at diagonal it just they were just sitting at the table. All right. Um, can I look in the book to see if I can, and I don't know if there's like table contents. I'm looking to see if there's anything about a ritual involving like eating something. Like, Okay. Um, I will say taking a moment to look through this book in particular, you don't find anything on rituals. You do find in in detail, other than what to recite, basically how an exorcism is performed, but nothing about any ritual that resembles this. All right, thank you. It might prove useful later. I think the three of us should should go down this hallway and, and keep looking while the other two are upstairs. How do you feel about that? Fine with that, but 
There's something in this house. There is, I believe you. But it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. What are we even trying to do now? What are we even looking for? I'll give him also kind of a rundown of what I'm thinking. Like, th- that there, m- there must have been some sort of attempt to exercise a demon or a need to exercise a demon. And that's probably why there's no one here uh, and why we can't get out. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to go further in in order to get out. When you actually mention demons and like the religious stuff, Brian will like actually have a visible change to more of a look like, now I just think you're fucking with me. <laughs> Cause, oh, so you're telling me we're dealing with demons now. <laughs> I do, st- I do think it's like, possible. Like, like, uh, like, like the visible, like that, all that, like it's just like completely like changed like his mood. Like before he was freaked out, but now he's like, someone like this, someone's messing with me. There's no way like this someone has to be messing with me now. Um, and I'm gonna haul back like I'm gonna slap him again and go. Do you need another one, or are you good to go? I believe I'm good on those. All right, I'll put it away. <laughs> Let's go. Hand back in her holster. Becky, and I'm gonna turan around and start walking down hook. toward that hallway, and whether they come along with me or not. Okay. I'll, f- um, I'll follow. All right. <laughs> come on. <laughs> As Ezekiel follows, like, are demons really that out of the question after what you've seen? Well, I know one thing. God, heaven, and all that's made the fuck up, so why would demons be real? (laughs) On that note, back upstairs, you head into that bedroom? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. While While we're in there... So I guess I would look around too if that's what Rose is looking. And as we're looking around, I would ask Rose. So you really uh, related to this Glass family? Um. Honestly, no, not even a little bit. Hi. <laughs> I I kind of suspected. Plot <laughs> <laughs> <Lot> thickens. <laughs> I. I don't know why I received the invitation, but uh, 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 the family's the family's well known, and I I sell antiques. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you've seen, he has a lot of interesting ones here. So, yeah, I I wanted to use the opportunity, and well, I guess now there doesn't really seem to be a whole lot of point in keeping the charade up. There's <clears throat> too much to worry about. But yes, my name still is Rose. It's it's a pleasure to meet you. It's nice to meet you. Um. Yeah. Uh, sorry that the deception was more for. Uh, Doctor Glass's oh. sake. But. <clears throat> Look, your secret's safe with me. I just say, uh, be careful around that cop. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love yeah. this. I. I'll keep any, you know, pickpocketing till whenever she's not around. Um, hey, look, uh, 
I'm not saying anything, but maybe I would be open to that kind of thing too. So maybe we can work together a little bit. Absolutely. Do you want to see if there's anything worth snagging in here? Um, any trinkets? That's that's actually why I wanted to come upstairs. I think I broke the only valuable thing besides the mirror downstairs. So. Well, it might be a little <laughs> suspect if we start carrying around bags full of loot with us around. But, uh, you know, if there's anything we can fit in our pockets, maybe we can uh, help ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. You know, th- sometimes the most valuable things are small. And I, I, I do, in fact, know someone that can get you another watch. Um, one that's probably nicer than the one you had, actually. Yeah, I didn't really actually pay for that one myself, so it's it's okay. We're fair, even. Fair. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start rummaging through looking for anything, anything fascinating. Okay, so um, first off, both of you make a spot hidden roll. See what you can uncover in here. Alright. Please, please, I hear you growling. Stop it, stop it. That is a I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend luck to pass that. Okay. I succeeded. Um, 31. I rolled a 45, so I'm down to, you have to be beneath it, right? Yeah. Okay. I think you um, can hit it exactly. Okay, then I'm gonna be down to 30 luck, and um, that way I can pass. Okay. Yeah, both of you take a moment, um looking around this room and it's it's funny you're looking around this room in two separate ways uh you have mac who immediately looks in places that you probably wouldn't think to look um immediately starts like opening drawers and looking for false bottoms um kind of uh looking underneath the tables um I want to add too that I am not being like careful about it at this point. I'm just dumping stuff out of the drawers and whatnot too. Yeah, where you have Rose who is basically like scanning first, touching later, kind of like looking, oh, that looks like it might be something and going over and kind of inspecting it, moving things out of the way to look at something else. Two very different ways of searching this room, but what you can gather, you do see, a small uh, like picture frame on the side table. Um, it appears to have um, a, a black and white photograph of who you assume to be the eldest members in the house. Um, go back to those paintings in the hallway. Um, the two older ones, you see more of their age progression throughout the paintings. Um, from the paintings in the hallway, you would assume they're probably in their 80s or so now, Uh, but this photograph um, on this bedside table, they appear to be like early 30s, maybe. You see one large, like, kind of like a, oh my God, I can't think of the word, trunk, like a a trunk at the foot of the bed. you see on the other bedside table, there are various like perfumes. Um, the bed looks made. The room's fairly neat. Looks clean. 
um, but you're not finding anything super valuable sitting out. There is um, like a uh, like an older pocket watch. It doesn't seem to be working, but there is a pocket watch that looks like it probably has some real silver um, with that if, if you would like to snag that, but other than that, it's a pretty plain room. Well, uh, I'm gonna turn around. Uh, well, uh, it's not shattered, um, and it, it's got some silver in it, and so maybe maybe somebody can get it working for you again. I look at it, is there any engravings on it or anything, or is it just... Um, yeah, actually, looking at it, um, it's it's one of those that kind of has the cover over it too, so you have to kind of open it up. Um, opening it, engraved on the inside, um, it says Finley Lidoris Glass. Hmm. Well, you might wanna, might wanna have that Just scratched off somehow. <laughs> but yeah. Is a replacement for you. Well, actually, you could probably just do away with the cover. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, um do, uh, so I don't find anything like hidden or anything while I'm looking. Uh, not really. You, um, you haven't tried the chest yet, though. Okay, you know, I'll take the watch and I'll say maybe something good is good in here. Oh, yes. Would you like help opening it? Is it is it a large, kind of like traveling chest? Um, it's not very big actually, but um, for the sake of like the anticipation of opening it, you you both could go over and kind of each of you pop one of the latches and pull it open if you'd like. Yeah, teamwork. Whoa! <laughs> Dog in this one too. All right, so you open up this chest. Um, there's this moment of like, oh man, this is gonna be full of some goodies. And you open it up and it's full of books. But like... Ugh, boring. Yeah, it's full of notebooks. Do they have anything on the cover or...? Um, yeah, most of them have, um... Some of them have dates on the cover, some of them have would appear to be like case names on the cover. Uh, just taking a, a quick glance at them, these were all written by Victoria Glass. And you do find one, the cover, um, it's not written, it's actually like inscribed in the leather. It looks a little fancier and it's called The Crossroads. <laughs> so I pick up uh, a couple of the notebooks and, I, and then I say, uh, maybe the cop will take an interest in this. It does, does seem quite interested in books. As, as you said, some of them have dates. Are there any of them with more recent dates? No. Um, they, yeah, they appear, appear to have stopped, like, maybe 15 years ago. Interesting. Okay, okay. Um... Well, this room was a bust. Well, I mean, you gave me the, the watch. That was nice. Thank you kindly. You, you, these people literally have a, 
I don't know why I'm keeping up that, that accent. These people have a solid gold staircase, and yet I found nothing valuable up here. Well, don't worry. There's a lot of rooms. I'm sure we'll find something else. Just... With the perfumes, this was this was clearly a, you know, I, I, a woman's room. Where's her, where's her jewelry? What's self-respecting? Ugh. Yeah, it's frustrating, I know. Maybe there's a safe or something I'll run across. Oh, oh dear, I hope not. I don't want to have to go through a safe. It's frustrating, but, you know, maybe I can get... Are you good at get... cracking them? Let's say, say I've, been, I've been around a safe or two. Hmm. Are you up and down? <laughs> I, I up and down, but then don't ask any more questions. I, I accept that and then just <laughs> walk out and walk to the next room. Wonderful. Um, back downstairs, uh, Peggy is leading the charge down the hallway, correct? Yeah. All right, you head down the hallway. There is... It looks like double doors. They're glass. They lead out onto what looks like a back patio of some sort. All right. So I'm going to gingerly push push them. Okay. Yeah, uh, you grab onto them, push them open. They open. And is it outside? Yeah. Uh you feel some rain kind of uh blow in with the wind. I'll look back at the two others. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? That it appears this leads out of doors. Appears so, yes. All right. I know what to do in this situation. (laughs) We need a piece of the stone again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not a bad idea. Run and fetch one. We'll throw it. Oh, go get it. Yeah, you head over. Um, we'll say you actually grab like the ashtray that had tipped over when you uh, <laughs> threw the table. Grab the ashtray, bring it back over, you chuck it through the door. Yep. All right, you throw it through the door and you hear it hit the patio. Right. Do we, do we see it hit the patio? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna step outside. All right step out um the patio has like a little rooftop area but the the wind is kind of blowing the rain in sideways here you're still getting hit with this cold rain you walk outside and you are standing on the patio and as soon as you pass through the doorway all sound disappears there's this hum that that kind of starts just inside of your ear it's just this constant mm, and it's just growing louder and louder and louder and as you look out you don't see any streets or trees around you anything past this patio just seems to be swirling moving darkness the swirls kind of crash like the waves of oceans as they're kind of slamming into each other. And you swear for a moment as one of the swirls pass by, you see one large eye open and look at you. Go ahead and make a sanity roll. 
Oh, no. Had my comeuppance. <laughs> I got a 68 out of 60. Um, that would be a 99. Oh, we will all walk. You walked outside as well? I guess I followed along then, too. Oh, that's sure 57. That. <laughs> okay, so 57 is a success, correct? No. no I'm that's at 43 okay. now. All right, what was Peggy's? Uh, a, a 68. Was that a success or fail? Fail. Okay, so everyone failed. Yeah. Fantastic. So, um, all of you, as you're looking at this, I will say uh, Brian and Ezekiel were like still kind of in the doorway, kind of holding on to the edge of the doorway there. But as this happens and this eye opens, you feel the most intense fight or flight response you've ever felt in your life. It, it like grabs onto your heart and squeezes it. And there's this moment where you would rather die than have this thing see you. And as soon as you're able to have those thoughts, everything goes completely dark as this darkness swallows you up. You're going to lose eight sanity. Oh. <laughs> and we'll get back to you in a moment. Oh dear. That's <laughs> such good sanity. Oh, I didn't. So it's getting worse. Mine was good. <clears throat> Upstairs. Um, you were heading into the next room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are you staying on the same side of the hallway or are you wanting to kind of cross over? We'll cross back and forth if that's okay, okay. with you, Mac. Uh, just, I'm just following your lead. All right, so you kind of cross over and you head to the first doorway on the left. I bang on the door first before we open it, just because, like, anybody in there? Yeah, you bang on the door. You don't hear any response. I know this. I know this looks like a hotel. But you don't. You don't gotta knock. I don't think there's anyone in this house except for us. Just and making sure. <laughs> and the phantom dog. <laughs> um, I just opened the door. Okay. Uh, you open the door. This is a storage closet. You see extra towels, uh, blankets, various bedroom storage items. You see pillows. Um, you see a body tangled up in the towels. And I need you to make a sanity roll for me. Oh, well. well. That was quite, uh... This is why you knock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm assuming I saw it, too, so I'm just Actually, rolling. no, I'm going to have no? you wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was an 84? An 84. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, sure was. So, um... <laughs> Rose, you see this body it's like this slow reveal in your mind like you can see an arm clearly and you're like that's an arm as you're scanning and then you like realize holy shit that's an arm and as you're looking at it you see the arm and the elbow and you see it twisted at an impossible angle to continue on for the rest of the arm and the shoulder kind of almost like it is tied up within these towels and then your eyes finally look over and reach the face and you see the face is just twisted and distorted, and you see the mouth is gaping open. Um, make a 
spot hidden rule for me. That's a 26 out of 40? 26. Mm -hmm. So, as, uh, as its mouth opens, you see it, it's mouthing something. You can't quite tell what it is at first, but like the second time that it, g it goes to mouth it, you see it as saying no escape over and over and over. And then you feel the closet door hit your back as you are closed into the room with this thing. The light, the darkness takes over the entire room and you hear a shuffling as the body is scurrying across the shelves. You hear towels fall. You hear the sound of like wet meat slopping down onto the ground. And then you hear, like, you feel a whisper on the back of your neck, hot air as you just hear, no escape. And then the lights are back. The door is open, you're standing in the doorway, and you have lost three sanity points. As Mac, you watched Rose open the door, kind of stiffen as she's looking into this room, catch her breath for a moment, take a step backwards. You don't know what she's reacting to. Here to towels. <laughs> Do I still see the body or is everything normal now? As you're looking, you see the way the towels are kind of, they're rolled up instead of folded. And in a way, you could mistake that for an arm, but there's definitely not a body there. I thought there was a, I thought there was a body. Uh, I look in there. Uh, I don't see no body now. There was... There was someone whispering in my. Did you whisper in my ear? That's that's not a very nice joke to play. No, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm not about whispering. Uh, I think what happened to you might have been similar to what happened to Brian downstairs, which I didn't necessarily believe him at the time, but now that I've seen it twice. Um. I I step back away from the closet, kind of. Physically shaken. Do you want to keep uh, looking for cool things, or uh, maybe we should rejoin the group and explore with as a as a cohesive unit? Um, I I honestly don't know. Um, that's a really innocuous place. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we can we can go look for the others and make sure Mr. Wax feels okay. Um, <clears throat> I guess I better put the sack and sit back on. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. You want to smoke? It'll make you feel better. Actually, yes. I, I, I think I would like that. I've, I've, I've never, I've never been inclined to try before, but thank you. No problem. You'll love it. <laughs> Might be a little rough your first one, but. You'll get used to it. I was gonna say, what's your con? Um, sixty. Okay, go ahead and go ahead and roll that. Max, a bad influence on the group. That was an eighty-eight. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to put a smoking so, uh, content warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So you uh, a peer pressure, a content warning. Um, you, you um, uh, you take far too 
deep of a drag too quick. Whoa, calm down there. Calm down. <laughs> Why do you like this? You'll you'll get used to it, I'm telling you. You're gonna love it. Uh, Just keep doing it. Uh, I don't oh. Just keep doing it. Just You're gonna get a hell of a buzz, your first one. Just wait. Uh, the whole pack while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I follow behind Mac down the stairs. Yeah, you're heading back downstairs? Mm-hmm. All right, you head downstairs to see Brian, Ezekiel, and Kate, uh, nope, uh, your name is Peggy. Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, Ezekiel, and Peggy, um, sitting on the couch, <gasps> asleep. <gasps> Lacy bones. How are we ever gonna get out of here? I kind of walk up to, um, I guess whoever's like just like immediately closest to me and just start. Uh, Brian. Yeah, just you wake up. You wake up. Uh, the last thing you remember is walking down the hallway and heading towards the doors, and then now you're waking up to Rose tapping your cheeks. What? 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 Uh, I, I look around the room, like, 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 uh, wipe my eyes, like, oh, when did the hell are you doing? doing? When did we, we were just, I'll like look at the other two and immediately shake them too as well. Yeah, um, all of you, the last thing you remember is walking towards those double doors. Um, and then you're waking up here. Ugh. Wait. What happened? How did you get here? How did I get here? I, we were outside. It was raining, and I saw a giant eye in the sky. And then everything went dark. And I was here. I, I assure you weren't dreaming. You were asleep. We just we, we just came downstairs. No. To check on you. We hadn't heard of you. No, no. Couldn't have been. We didn't. I, uh, I would never lay down with these idiots. I mean, <laughs> no offense. You seem like nice blokes. But I wouldn't. No, and I, and I didn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't accusing you of anything improper. Um... But sure, sure, I, I believe you. I, I turned to turned to Brian, Mr. Waxfield. Uh, uh, I I was told that you and I may have had a similar experience. Um, I, and I described kind of what I saw in the storage closet. There, I could have swore there was a body, but there was nothing there. After after oh gosh. It felt it felt like several minutes, but it, it may have only been a few seconds. Um, mm. That's uh, one, two, three bodies we've seen. Mr. Waxfield, the bodies that you saw at the table, did you get a look at their faces? Um, I don't believe I did, Carrie, or did I? Their faces were down in the plates. Yeah, that, yeah, so I was like... Oh, they what were... about? Sorry, Red. No, no, you. Oh, I was gonna. Um, 
their faces were down in their plates. I didn't get a look at it. Did, were there? Uh, was it them? Would I know their gender at least, or not? Not like not assuming, but like long hair, short hair. Right. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say you. They almost just looked like skin suits. There was no clothing. Um, very little hair, if any. So I'll look over. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you go ahead this time. They're skin suits. No. (laughs) Um, I just when he tells me that, I'll just look over to Rose and say, "Well, Rose, you know the family very well. Did the one that you saw look like anyone that you recognized?" Um, was the body I saw similar in that it was kind of just like a vague skin suit or did, I know the face was twisted. Was it recognizable? Uh, yours was a little different because it was tangled in with the towels. It's hard to tell if there were any like clothing or any identifying marks and the face was too twisted to be able to tell. Um, the face was, the face was quite twisted um, and distorted. And honestly, I was, I was so frightened. I I didn't really get a good look or pay too close of attention, and then it's the okay. lights went we, off. We understand. understand. Your 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 family is first, and and we recognize that maybe this is rough for you in oh, this situation. Yes, I'm sorry. Don't you don't don't keep asking her questions about this kind of thing. All right, you're right. How insensitive of me. This must be extremely difficult for you. I. I, I apologize. It is it is quite a shock, thank you. Um, but any, anything to help us get out of here. Um, but I, no, I, I, I didn't get anything, any details that would remind me of anyone in particular. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right. Are there any rooms left upstairs that you, that you haven't um, investigated? Several, we didn't even make it to the other floor. We just... Really? got a little concerned about you we hadn't we hadn't heard any parts and pans banging together down here all right but she had that experience and it seemed similar so we thought and i think now that we all until we figure out what's going on nobody try to leave Mm -hmm. any exits that it appears there might be do not try to go because each time one of us tries we have a harrowing experience did i'm sorry just I completely forgot. Did we mention the notebooks? Oh, so uh, aside from all this craziness, we found some notebooks in one of the bedrooms. Uh, maybe you want to take a look at them. We brought a couple down with us. All right, I I would. Go ahead and make a library roll for that, um, Penny. Three. Three? What? <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> I'm back, right. baby. Yeah. Um, okay. Gotta go to Vegas. Seriously. <laughs> um, Excuse me, my good sir. I've brought my own dice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fly. Um, all right. So you are looking these books over, and you've you've heard of Victoria Glass before. Uh, she has yeah. many published books. She was a very famous journalist um back in her day um published quite a few times but mostly she published true true crime mostly 
Um, but none of it seems medical related. So not entirely catching your particular interest right now from different theories that you've had, but it's Victoria Glass. I've just recalled why the name Victoria Glass seems so familiar. She's a writer, and I happen to be a, a, a bit of a fan of uh, mystery novels. Um, interesting. The, the notebooks upstairs must have been her manuscripts. None of this looks pertinent at the moment, but it might do to, to spend some time looking through them. Maybe for I don't some... know what else we might find up there. That's That was mostly just that one trunk that we spotted. Right. There's plenty to be searched for still. Are you sure you're doing all right, Rose? If you like, you could sit down here and relax on the sofa while we go upstairs. Uh, I don't think anything about this particular experience is going to be relaxing no matter where I sit. So, no, it's fine. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll help you, you know. I'm familiar with the house and all, so I would notice if anything was peculiar or out of place. All right, well, let's go then. Just let me know if you need any help at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so are we all heading upstairs as a group? <laughs> Holding hands, looking <laughs> in like elephants in a single yeah. file. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. I'm just you. sorry. I'm thinking of those dreams where I like I'm. I'll be somewhere, and then I look, and the person with me is missing. So yeah, like we're all holding hands, like nobody. <laughs> Nobody. It's leaves. like one of those things where I'm like I'm in the front, and I turn around, and I'm like tell. Tell Rose to the <laughs> each of us turns around. <laughs> uh, you head back upstairs. Are you just heading straight for a door that you have not looked at yet? Mm-hmm. All right, left or right? Um, you said we started at the right, went to left, back right again. So back left. Left. Okay. So you head over to this door. Who's opening it? I suppose I will, since I'm acting like I know the house. Perfect. So I feel like I'm leading. You're like, oh yes, this room, and you open You're it so up. So brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone actually make a spot, um, hidden roll before this door opens. Or the investigators hit the shaft. Oh, well, that's. I just barely passed it. I passed. Thirty-five out of seventy, so I passed. Yeah, thirty-one out of seventy. 92. Oh, actually, I think I hit a, uh... That is fitting. Uh, so... So Rose is the only one that failed? Oh, no. So Rose is just reaching out to open this door. It's it's nothing... It's nothing life-threatening by any means, but the rest of you notice there is a lock on the outside of the door. Like a bolt lock on the outside of it here. Pretty noticeable, but Rose just goes over and goes to open it and it's stuck and you're just like, oh, it's locked. But you can see the, the huge bolt lock on the outside of the door that was definitely um, not professionally placed there. I, I wouldn't point it out to her if no one else does. It's locked. Well, I think she would notice once <laughs> the door doesn't open, but yeah. I'll say... Um, I'm willing to guess that this is Vincent's room. 
Yes, I, I suppose it might have been. Tick. <laughs> Unlock well, it. Do we want to open this door? Yeah, I'm with well, you. Well, I would be very uh, worried about doing that. I think I think it's the young Vincent that might have been the one, the troubled one, and they clearly had a reason to keep him in here. Maybe we can double back to this one later if we get desperate. I would like to um, listen at the door. Okay, make a listen roll. Anyone who would like to can. I see I her also, doing that. Now. Like, We're all gonna. Everyone's gonna. Yeah. I'm, but I want to make it kill. I lock the door oh. before we all pressed up against it. I yeah, rebolt yeah. it. Perfect. Re-bolt Definitely it. failed. Fifty-three. <laughs> Let me. Uh, I passed. That's a ninety-one. So. All right. Those can... that. Those that passed. Um. You hear the faintest sound, and you're not 100% sure what it is that you're hearing. Um, both of you make a luck roll. Only two succeeded, was that correct? Oh, me? Only, only Mac did. Oh, I thought Rose did too. No, 53. Gotcha. Okay. Um, my listen is I didn't put anything in listen, I just have 20%. Gotcha. I failed my luck roll. Okay, so you're listening. There's something making noise on the other side of the store. Very, very faint. But you just can't put your finger on what the sound is. I would say there's something making noise on the other side of this door. Can't put my finger on it. But I don't think it's good. With the previous experiences. Maybe not this one closed. But that's the first noise we've heard. But here, I'll knock. Knock, knock, knock. Hey. What's going on over in there? You bang on the door? Yeah. No response. Look at it ain't a person. I do have a feeling. We're going to have to open it eventually, but I think maybe we should try to find more information about what might be in there before we do. Right, maybe we can find a Tommy gun or something too that will help us. (laughs) Do you have one? That'd be great. No, just this pistol, but wish wish I did. Is there another door up here that we haven't opened yet? There are two more. Yeah, one Mm -hmm. more to the right side of the hallway and one at the very end of the hallway. Speaking and after that experience and the talk about a gun, I draw my pistol and I just kind of hold it for the ne- for the next door to open. Perfect. And while they're continuing along, I would like to go assuming they told me where the notebooks were I would like to go and spend some time going through the notebooks because now my curiosity is getting to me. Okay. Easy enough. You head into um, Victoria and Finley's room and kind of sit down um, by this chest and you start going through some of those books. As for the rest of you, we have the doorway to the right and the doorway at the end of the hall. Into the hall. Rose, would you? I was gonna say, Rose, would you like to look at this door with me and you two look at that one? Sure. Uh, yeah, that that sounds fun. I, as long as we're all within earshot of each other. 
That sounds like a good idea. Kevin will ground that way. Yeah, you're standing kind of adjacent to each other as you are respectively opening each door. Um, Both of these doors open up to bedrooms. Um, I'm sorry, we we all look at each other and go, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hmm. These both open up into bedrooms. Uh, So Brian and Rose were looking at the one at the end of the hall, right? And Ezekiel and Mac is looking at the one to the right. I'm good enough. Yes. All right, so um, uh, Brian and Rose, you uh, you see the master bedroom. Um, you see this is, um, according to the paintings in the hallway, this is Arthur and Rowena's bedroom. Um, you see one side of the bed seems to be made up pretty neatly, while the other one seems to be more slept in. You see uh, books on the nightstand. You see um, glasses cases that have Arthur's initials on them. Um, There's also a larger chest at the foot of the bed here. Um, It is locked by a padlock. Um, there is very minimal decor in here as well. You, you, for as cozy as the living room felt, the home doesn't feel as cozy. There's not a lot to make it homey. It's like your bedroom has a bed, a dresser, a closet, a table. It's just very cookie cutter. And as you're looking around in here, you see some shelves, you see different paperweights that maybe have certain gems in them. You could probably get something, uh, but not not a lot that actually looks worth anything. Um, as for uh, Ezekiel and Mac, you are looking into another bedroom. It's much smaller. Um, it is a mess. There, the bed is not made, the blanket's half on the floor. You see a pile of clothes over by the closet. You see various pairs of shoes just thrown around. Uh, you see um, like a mostly broken comb sitting on the dresser, the dresser drawers, some of them are open. Clothes are kind of hanging out of some of them. Um, the curtains are kind of pulled over the window. Uh, both of you make a spot hidden roll. Hmm. Thirteen. Out of seventy. Uh, I barely passed. Sixty-eight out of seventy. Okay. Uh, we'll si- we'll say that um, Ezekiel sees it first. Um, there is a box, almost resembles like a shoe box of some sort barely sticking out from under the bed. It's hard to notice in the mess. There's clothes everywhere, but you do manage to see that box. Does the mess look like somebody overturned it in a robbery or just like, it's just general mess? I'll say for your character, um, this just looks like a teenager's room. 
Hey, this looks like a teenager drum. Sorry, I, I'll stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go over and pull the box out from under the yes, bed. Um, pull the box, kind of set it on the bed. Um, something heavy is inside. What you find there? A box. Do you want to open it? I'm afraid of what I might find inside. I open it. You open it up. Um, inside is a revolver. Can we identify it? Like. Um. Yes. I actually have it in the notes. Um. This is a 38 special. 38 special. Nice. Do you need a gun? No, I have one. If you ain't taking it, I am. I'll take it. <laughs> Alright, you put it away. Um Are there any is there any ammunition with it or? Uh, you can check to see if it's loaded, but you don't see any, like, extra ammo in the box or anything. Is it loaded? There are, um, five, five bullets still inside. Hmm. So, at least one of them was used. Fired once, eh? Can I look around to see if there's any bullet holes anywhere? Sure. Um, I'll say, uh, while you're taking a couple minutes to do that, um, is there anything specific you'd like to do in the master bedroom? Um, Mr. Waxfield, I, I heard that, was it your lockpick that the, that the door ate? Well, I'm not quite sure it was the door. More like whatever's behind the door ate them. But but it was but it was yours, so you're skilled in messing with locks. I've been known to dabble in them from time to time. I, I pull out a couple bobby pins out of my hat. Well, do you think that this would open a padlock? Well, I've opened more complex but less, so let's find out. Okay. Um, I'll try to uh, lock pick the box with the body pins. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have you make this at the uh, higher difficulty. Gotcha. So I need to hit a uh, thirty then. Okay. Half of my. Uh... This time I won't be eaten by this lock. Hopefully. <laughs> Ooh, my God, twenty nine. <laughs> One below. All right, so um, you're sitting there kind of messing with this lock a little bit, and you finally hear this, or you more feel it than anything, this give, and you're able to grab and turn. You feel them bending, but you're able to turn the lock, and you feel the padlock come off. Um, just barely. Uh, the the lock, I will say, the um, the bobby pins are stuck inside of the lock now, but you did manage to get it open. Little bits of frizzy hair is kind of sticking out, but bigger things to worry about. Oh, bravo, <laughs> Mr. Waxfield, bravo. Um, 
Thank you. It's nice to be appreciated for my skills. <laughs> I I bend down and start rummaging through the chest. Okay. Um, inside of the chest, you open it up. You see hundreds of medications. You see different medicines, um, all with different purposes, all opened and hardly used. Uh, there are a few notebooks as well with medicine names and results written beside them, most of which, as you're looking through this, all you can find is like the medicine name and then unresponsive, uh, the medicine name and then no change. And it just seems to repeat in this ledger um, every different kind of medicine and just unresponsive didn't work. No change, no results, over and over and over and over. Oh. Uh, do you recognize any of these? I'm not quite... Well, I oh, believe they're medication. Well, I, I mean, I get that. Do you, do you recognize what any of them are for? It was the silence uh. for me. <laughs> I know. Please tell me she looked at him exactly like that. <laughs> I'll take the bottles, uh, examine them. I have first aid. Could I make a first aid roll or anything to be able to know these? Um. I'm going to say that probably would not do you any good. Like, gotcha. even if I let you roll and succeed, it's yeah. it's a little more extensive than that, so. Well... We'll have to, we'll have to let the, the others know, see if anybody happens to recognize any of these things. But, man, this is a, hmm. Um, hmm. I'm going to get up and kind of pretend to look around and wait till a moment that Brian is not looking at me and pocket something that's small and pricey looking. I think Brian would be sticking in the room with you though until you're ready to go, honestly. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, do you you want to risk it and make a sleight of hand? Roll? Sure, sure, sure. Cool. Um, would this be an opposed roll? Uh, I'll say make a spot hidden. Uh, not hidden. Yeah. Well. <laughs> One of my dice flew out. <laughs> Ooh, that's a thirty-two out of fifty for me. He sees me. <laughs> I was debating on whether or not I wanted to push mine, but that's it. Would there's no way I could get it that good without destroying my luck. So. Okay. Um. Well, you can try to push it without. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you want uh, to. No, no. I've already broke enough in this house today. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. Okay. Um, so you actually, there's a um, really expensive looking like ink pen in these notes, like in one of these journals. And uh, you just kind of look at it for a moment. I will say, Brian, make a... Do you have, like, psychology at all? I 
Do not. <laughs> Alright, make, um, hmm. <laughs> make a luck roll. Oh, that's not good either. Ooh. Get a 28 or lower. <laughs> I got a 90. <laughs> okay, so I will say um, you you see Rose take this pin and pocket it, but it's done in such a way where she almost seems like she didn't notice she did it. There's this there's this moment of she takes the pen and she's looking at the journals and she just kind of flicks the pen in her hand for a moment and then puts it in her pocket while she reaches for another journal, almost like a, oh, maybe she didn't, maybe it wasn't yeah. like with ill intentions, <laughs> um, but you definitely saw her put it in her pocket. Yeah, Jabron doesn't care about that at all, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to see that I did it, fair, fair. <laughs> I got the um, eyes for it. Doesn't mean I got the morality for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, looking over all of these journals, um, make a luck roll for me. Okay, both of us are just no, no, just uh, okay. just Peggy. Oh, oh, sorry. Other journals, different journals. Okay, okay. Oh, I failed it. Okay. Um, looking Can I, over well, these. I, can I push it? Or you're not allowed to push luck rolls? I actually don't know. Can you push luck I don't rolls? think you're allowed to push luck rolls. It's either uh, luck or sanity that you're not allowed to push. Hold on. I know you can't push sanity rolls. Let's just say I failed then. Okay, okay. Um, so looking through these, you kind of get distracted for a little while because there comes points where you're looking at notes and journals and you're like, oh, I've read this one. And there's kind of this moment of like, this is the behind the scenes of that. Like you're, you find yourself caught up in like reading the notes rather than researching what you're trying to find. Um, but you catch yourself doing that a few times. Eventually you, you come to the conclusion that there's not gonna be anything to find here. Um, very fascinating and very interesting, especially for you, but um, nothing that seems useful for what's happening in this house right now. I think because she loves mystery novels so much that she just forgets where she is for a second and she's like fangirling over all these stories. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I guess when she realizes that she's gotten distracted and there's nothing there, she'll just go rejoin the group. Yeah, um, I would assume everyone would kind of come out of uh, the rooms that you're in, meet up in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Oh, can we anybody figure a way out of here yet? Because me and Rose found one, but it's not the way you would think. Well, is there anything notable about? <laughs> oh, you said you show the pills. Yes. Oh, we found a way out too. When I point <laughs> the gun, I show the gun. <laughs> well, hold on to that. I think we might need it. It looks like between that and what Rose and I found in the study that they were trying everything they could to control something about this boy. But now that there's no one here, how did Arthur Glass contact us? Was it, were we all contacted by letter? You all received that invitation. 
um, it's in this that Discord thread up at the very top. Yeah. Yeah, just you just received that in the mail. We haven't talked to, to, to Mr. Glass. We haven't seen him. I'd like to talk to him. Throttle him. We're bringing thinking, us here. Thinking back. The butler who let us in. Now that we're thinking about it, the fact that a butler let us in and they're not here now, is there anything like upon reflection about the butler that would have seemed odd? Um, I'll say if you all take a moment to kind of think about this, you, you probably would have been let in at like staggering times. It wouldn't have been all at once. Comparing notes, the butler never spoke. The butler took your coats, hung them up, and then you just didn't see him again. Subtle enough to where you didn't really think it was odd at the time, but now you can't help but wonder if the butler was here at all. I think we're gonna need to confront what's in that room. Which room? We... The locked one. Have we Which checked all the room? other rooms? I'm sorry. <laughs> we're no, sorry. Um, there, there were two more doors downstairs, and there's a whole third floor. Oh, there's a whole third floor. All right. Yeah, maybe hold off on that for a little bit. Uh, what if, what if there's somebody locked in there? I doubt it. I, I banged down the door. I said, hey. What if they're tied up or something? Then they'll remain tied up till we come back to them. You're so sweet. I, I, I just must say, you're so considerate. Open the I door and go I inside. Admi- Enjoy I admire yourself. your thought, but I, I, I think we should wait until we find some more information because it could potentially be dangerous in there. And the last thing I'd want is for you to get hurt. We agree on that. I didn't mention it at the time due to some emotional stress, but there sounds like there's a whole praying church in the basement. Oh. What? In the basement? Well, what I assume is the basement. Whatever's connected to the kitchen, Rose. What is connected to the kitchen, Rose? Oh, for heaven's sake, I don't know! Stop <laughs> grilling her. She's had enough. No, stress. it's fine. It's fine. I'm not really related to them. What? You've been lying to us this whole time? My name is Rose Claythorne, but that's about the only honest thing I've told you. I'm literally just here to look through their house for antiques. I, I mean, I got the invitation. And I just happened to know the names of the family. I mean, they're they're fam- fairly prominent, and I knew they were wealthy. And I, I I was just looking for something I could fence, to be completely honest. Um, and now we have bigger concerns. So, <sighs> uh, Peggy is um, visibly hurt by this, and she also um, unintentionally, reflexively touches the scar on her face. She puts her hand down as quickly as she does it. 
She writes something down in a notebook and then she walks out. She walks toward the third floor. Oh, well, I'm getting arrested later. That's fine. It's fine. Um, Have you taken anything? <laughs> well, I pull out the pen. I, these people are, they're supposed to be wealthy, but everything that's worth value, I can't exactly take with me the mirror and, and the staircase. And that stuff is pure, pure gold, but they have nothing like no, no, no jewelry, nothing. I, I just storm off after Peggy frustrated. So no, I don't know what's past the kitchen, by the way. We're all going to probably die here at this rate. I turn to the two still remaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so be it. I follow after. I will too. Yeah. Is there a, is there a moment while we're all walking away that I can catch uh, Rose like slightly apart from the others. Uh, that'd like, be up to just quick that's whisper. up to Rose. That's up to Rose. Sure, sure. I just quick say in a low voice, nobody's getting arrested. Don't worry about it. And then I just keep walking. <laughs> right, because we're never gonna get out of here. Well. Alright, so heading upstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you head upstairs, and there's a moment where you're realizing the layout of this house makes no fucking sense. As you come upstairs, you're coming up in the center of basically the entire upstairs floor plan. Um, You come up, and there's just like this stair, there is square railing around you as you're coming up these stairs. You glance around, you're in a circular room. And there are um, two doors in front of you, a door to your right, a door to your left, and a door behind you. Is it double doors, the two in front? Are they two Uh, separate doors? No, it looks like two separate doors. I guess pick your poison. Peggy's gonna just walk straight forward to the door that's right in front of her and open it. What's everyone else up to? I'm just watching her. Yeah, I think I would be uh, watching Everyone's eyes are just on Peggy at this point. Are you staying at the staircase or are you following? Follow. Off the stairwell, but I won't be behind, right behind her. I'll be like at least five feet back. Yeah, okay. respectful distance. Where's Ezekiel at? I'll follow. Okay. All right. So Rose and Ezekiel are kind of on Peggy's heels um, as Peggy heads over. So the one right across, there's a right door and a left door. Which one do you open up? I'm going to draw my pistol and I'm going to open up the left door. All right, you draw the pistol, you open the left door, and looking in, uh, you see a library. This is 
This is like the study, but the whole walls are books. Yeah, you're immediately like at ease for a second. She's in her mind. She spins around, like in the sound of music, and just <laughs> takes it in. This is what I needed. <laughs> yeah, you watch uh, Peggy open the door and immediately relax. Do you head in? I do. I I do. I put my gun away and I begin scanning the books. Okay. Um, you start looking over uh, the books. Most of these, they seem to be organized by shelves. Uh, You see a lot of fiction. You see um, a good section on true crime. Um, And you also see uh, a section that seemed to have a lot of um, medical-related books, but they're all missing. You assume they're probably down in the study. Uh, You do see a couple books on the desk with some more notes as well. I would like to look at those first. Okay. As soon as I pick it up, I I turn around and take it back out and let the group see it. Could lack of blood have caused the desire to taste mine? That's not concerning at all. Well, there's two things, two pieces of information there. One, lack of blood. Why would a person losing blood and then a desire to taste blood sounds like only one only one thing I've ever heard of which is a vampire 